This is Roof English Radio with Darinata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English Radio. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. I'm in West Iceland again today on a cold January day. We think it's about minus 10, minus 11 degrees, something like that. Not terribly unusual for this part of Iceland at this time of year. But we're about to step out into the very, very fresh air in just a few moments' time. I am at Sturjulekir Horse Farm, a local horse breeding farm with about 60 horses, as we're going to hear. And I'm here with the owner and the the manager, that's Rathnildur Guðmundsdóttir, who runs this with her husband, who's not here at the moment. No, he's inside. He's inside. Mm-hmm. Well, we're inside as well, but we're about to step outside. <laughs> so... As soon as I drove up here today, there was one horse that made its way over. It could see me as I parked. One of the grey horses outside, it walked over. It was very curious and very friendly straight away. I guess we'll meet the horses in just a few moments' time, but this isn't just about riding horses. People can come here and spend time with them. Absolutely. I think uh, it's good to, for example, for people who's maybe living in a big city Mm. and travel to Iceland, uh, what you like to do in Iceland is maybe see something what is special. Mm. Nature, glaciers, waterfalls, a lot of them. But the history of the Icelandic horses is as old as the history of the Icelandic people. Mm. So I think it's uh, absolutely a nice uh, moment to come and uh, see the horses in the right uh, uh, places you know mm. not that uh, they are allowed to come here and pet the horses absolutely so you've been here for 30 years we have been running here um, horse rental or uh, uh, riding trips yes. riding tours for over 30 years and it started all with a longer tours about a week one week people were staying here in our houses uh, for about six nights and we had a lot of horses here traveling all over here in Iceland, up to the mountains, down to the sea. Um, we decided to be uh, do something different mm-hmm. and do something more here home. And yeah, had this really simple idea to just open our home <laughs> to mm. people. You've got so much space here. If someone does go out on one of the horses and goes for a ride, I mean, c- can they go as far as the eye can see here? Uh, absolutely, and we have a riding path here down the river, but what we offer here today, it's normally a short riding tours, mm. and we can't do everything, we realize that. And we offer here about one hour riding trip, we go mm. here down to the river, mm. uh, on the way is some uh, hot uh, uh, hot spring, it's a beautiful place, and uh, a moment to take uh, a beautiful photo as well. Yeah. So yes, it's a beautiful place here. You can uh, ride here from uh, to the sea and up to the mountain, just everywhere. Mm. I had friends from the UK that visited Iceland for the first time last year. My friend Susie, who said to me, can we go riding the Icelandic ponies? And I said, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do not use that word. They are <laughs> horses. They will throw you out of the country <laughs> if you say ponies. And I think people get confused because the Icelandic horse is quite small, isn't it, compared with other horses, or can be? Sure. It's a, it's a good question and a really common question here. Pony or not? For me, it doesn't matter what you think about it. it, uh, it, what it what is, uh, I think about is what they are. Yeah. They are not a pony. <laughs> uh, they are between. The size of them is between the big horses and maybe the small ponies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say to people, they are maybe this medium size of a horse. 
this perfect size mm -hmm. of a horse. So, no, we always talk about horses here. Horses. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope you're going to do that. Of course, of course. Well, I set my friend straight. I said they are horses. They're definitely not ponies. But they, they also have a, a special gait. I, I guess in a car you'd call it a fifth gear almost, yeah. wouldn't you? That's a dog, by the way. That's not a horse or a pony. They have uh, five gates and they are born with five gates. Uh, what we have uh, in Iceland is the history of Icelandic horses and it started all at the time when Iceland was discovered. The reason for their five gated, a bit uh, complicated to explain. Uh, what I can tell you is in the beginning when people was found by the people who found Iceland, sometimes we talk about the Vikings, mm. uh, the people came here from uh, uh, North Europe, uh, South Europe, they came from uh, Scandinavia, Ireland, Norway, they brought horses to Iceland. We didn't have people here, we didn't have so many animals here, and no horses exist. Mm. In the beginning we had Mongolian horses, Shetland pony, Arabian horses, Norwegian horses, a uh, mixed breed of horses came here. Then we started here on the island to breed this special breeding line, Icelandic horses. They grow here uh, with us and uh, yeah, they didn't always maybe have a nice life here, living outside in this uh, crazy land of uh, ice and fire, you know, yes. wind. So um, something from Eats made this uh, special uh, breeding Icelandic horses and five gates. This is the best explanation you can mm -hmm. have. And they are the only horse breed in the world mm -hmm. who is five gated, but we have few horse breeds who are gated, have four gates. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are trying to crossbreed, you know, right. try to breed similar horses, like Icelandic horses. I mean, it's nice to ride them. You don't need to do anything. They are automatic. <laughs> so maybe this is the best uh, explanation yes. I can give yes. you. Yes. And are they easy to ride? I must mention my only experience of riding an Icelandic horse. It was many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was near Reykjavik. And the, the route that we were on was a sort of figure of eight. Mm -hmm. And when the horses, when we got back to the middle of that figure of eight, the horse that I was on saw its stable and thought, well, I've had enough. I've done enough work today. Yeah. I'm just going to march back there. Mm -hmm. And I was not able to control this yeah. horse at all. It was determined to go home and yeah. have a sleep. I mean, I can only speak about how we do here yes. on this farm and uh, how we run our tours. Um, I only use horses here that... Uh, uh, are born here. We, mm. we breed our own horses, so they have an old history here on the farm. Um, we train them, we sell, we have a riding hall here, we start in there, and uh, I always say a good horse is a horse that everybody can ride. It shouldn't be complicated, and they are super clever. Yeah. Um, they listen uh, super good if you know how to ride. If you don't know how to ride, they at least, uh, yeah, they are just, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over here. I'm, I'm gonna do this for you. Yeah. But you need to have a good horses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have been running here, riding tours for over 30 years. I would never do this unless I really love to do this. And you, you're not doing this alone. Mm -hmm. You need to have a horses with you that like it too. Do they respond to the voice? Do they respond to physical motions? How do they so, interact with humans? They are different. And always, when people come here for a ride, uh, they make here some appointment, and we don't like to be some uh, big uh, trailer, uh, riding tours here with many people. We always try to have it separated if possible. 
uh, we, uh, I give me a little time to talk to the people. Realizing, okay, this type of character, this type of character. And then I calculate in my head what horse I'm going to use. Yeah. And this is crazy, but this is the truth. And that's the most fun. <laughs> and of course, when you have been doing this for a long time, you, you have a, a, yeah, experience in finding the, the best horses. And we start in the riding hall and then uh, we go out here. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's nice to have a horse that fits your character. Some are stubborn. 100%. Some are, are, are sensitive. And all types of characters, just like me and you. You know the personalities of the horses. It feels like they are a family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these are obviously very loved, very cared for mm -hmm. animals. Mm -hmm. And you've got a relationship with them beyond the working relationship, mm -hmm. it seems. Mm -hmm. So I always say to people, every animal, they understand you. It's we the people. We don't understand the animals. Uh, about the horses, for the horses, you are just an open book. Mm -hmm. They read you all the way. But sometimes we uh, find the uh, connection to the horses and we can uh, uh, find out what type of characters they are. And uh, that is what uh, makes the reason for you do this, working with this. Um, but of course, they have a big history here and, and uh, we have been... Uh, breeding horses here on this farm. I have horses here in the stable that I can find the family back to 1930. Really? Yeah, horses all born here on the farm. How many generations of horses is that? It's quite a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to find it. But this is what World Finger can give you because today uh, we put some microchip in the neck of the horses so they have a run of numbers. Okay. You can always find out the, the, the family tree behind them and at least uh, we can uh, we have horses here and we still have horses here yeah. from the old breeding line here on Sturlereker and it's more than 90 year old history which is a super old history. Well there's something else about this site which is very important in Iceland's story as well which we're going to talk about in just a bit but maybe we can step outside and just see some of the horses ah, now because I want to um I want to speak to the to the grey one who was so friendly to me just as I arrived. So, Stuska, she is uh, having a, a beautiful uh, history here. She is a uh, six-year-old. Um, I love her. Yeah. Her father um, is Hersir from Lambanesi. Mm -hmm. He was getting the uh, first prize uh, for offsprings uh, oh. last summer. So, the family of uh, this uh, grey one, it's an old uh, family and, and, and breeding line here. We have the moms, uh, we have uh, the brothers of the moms, we have the sisters of the mom, and it's it's a super complicated uh, family story here, also with horses. And I can always, uh, yeah, find out uh, and explain for people who are connected and, and how, and, and, and of course they have names. Oh. <laughs> what, what happened there? <laughs> it is just, you know, uh, this one in yes. front of you, yes. he's uh, controlling, okay. a bit older, yeah. and don't mess with him. Right, yeah. but, but he's also very friendly to humans because he <laughs> yeah. came over, yeah, I, yeah, wanna, yeah. I don't want Super him to take my, take my hand Super off, friendly, but, uh, you could never run a, a farm like this no, unless no. you know the history behind the horses, know what you're offering here to people. Yeah. Uh, this is what people love here and when we go in the stables we are allowed to take some food and feed them. Is that what they're expecting when they come up to me? Mm. Yes and no, <laughs> but I mean, they like to be with you. Yes. 
and uh, they like to be uh, with people and uh, they have a different characters. I need to take care of uh, who is with who. Mm -hmm. can be a, a fighting here sometimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How much time will they spend outside then? As I said, it's minus 10 Never, today. We don't have any rules. That's just the first uh, rule I can tell uh, people. They tell you. Mm -hmm. They really tell you, okay, this is enough. I want to come inside. And it's a lot of, uh, yeah, people and girls who come here to working. And, and uh, then I'm explaining. They ask me the same questions. How long? Then I always say, uh, look at them. Yeah. They will tell you that it's nah, it's just and no. <laughs> will they start to walk up to the stable there if they yeah, are too close? Yeah, and some just want to be a little bit uh, longer, like the one here up. They they want to be a little bit longer. They are all together, you know, yes. uh, uh, scratching each other. I mean, here higher is an open gate. Yeah. If they like to, they can really go in the stable. Mm -hmm. I think one of them is in the stable yet because he is always hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do something about it. <laughs> what is this horse eating from here? Yeah, There's a bucket uh, in front uh, of them. Uh, Sust, vitamins, and uh, it's uh, good for the horses to uh, being able to have uh, as much as they like uh, of salt. Mm -hmm. But what we uh, feed the horses here is normally just a normal uh, uh, grass, hay, food. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not having it complicated, but of course, uh, when you're having competition horses, stallions, uh, breeding mares or something you want to show or, or uh, ask for something extra uh, energy, we give them something extra. It's just like with us. If you are uh, competing yourself, yes. you need something uh, different uh, food. I think but so. But the normal food is just the, the best because otherwise it goes in the hoofs and the legs. And if you're giving them uh, an absolutely uh, not give them sugar or something. And do they like being petted in the way that a dog would enjoy being petted? Yeah, some some of them, some not. They, they are different. Some mm. horses absolutely don't like to be pet. Mm -hmm. but, these, these ones do, the ones yeah, we heard. Yeah, absolutely. But they are different. Mm -hmm. That is uh, what is... Uh, yeah, I like the characters in them. I, I really like to give them the time they need and uh, allow them to be them themselves, be proud and dare to yeah. do what they <laughs> like to do. That is what I love. Some horses, you know, you need to always start again and again. Uh, the same, I mean, day after day, you need to teach them. We did this yesterday. Yes. And then they totally forget. But then you have horses who, who say, I mean, hello, didn't we do this yesterday? <laughs> so some horses need a long time, other, other shorter time in, in training. And your dog who was barking a few moments ago just appeared and just popped the yeah. head around the yeah. side of that he, building he's there. The, the hat here on the farm. <laughs> How does he get on with the horses? How do they get on Absolutely with it? Absolutely good. And that's his job. He thinks it's his job right. to take care of it. And, you know, and he always let us know if someone comes here. Yes. And he's barking, and, and it's it's a special uh, type of uh, sound of the voice that comes when mm. people come. Okay. Uh, so so when people visit, then they can do as we've done just now. They can spend some time with the horses. They yeah. can go out, as we've yeah. said, and they can explore this beautiful area on horseback. And and I think, as we've said as well, there's no experience necessary if someone's never done this before. They'll be on the horse within within Absolutely. the hour. Absolutely, and we give us a time to. Uh, uh, you mean like here in the place we are here we have a, a small uh, coffee house yes and uh, if you walk with me come mm -hmm. <laughs> we have here a, a place that uh, we have another room here and i invite people here inside 
And sometimes we have groups here. Okay, there's a small there. cinema here then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I, uh, I'm running here in the, in the television some videos. I explain the breeding of the Icelandic horses. Mm -hmm. I explain uh, the family story here on the farm. It goes back to 1886. It's a six generations here back in the time. Uh, hot water. Now, that's what I wanted that's to talk about, because crazy. that's the other really <laughs> important historical element here. Iceland, of course, probably wouldn't be able to survive as it does if we didn't have this endless supply of hot water. It makes life certainly bearable. Mm -hmm. But here, right where we're standing mm -hmm. on this farm, mm -hmm. is the first place that that was used. So here is the first place in Europe who started to use uh, steam. From the ground. Yeah. And that's where we'll leave our conversation for today at Stulurikir Horse Farm, because as you heard, it's much more than just a horse farm. Details to come in the second part of our program next week about the joys and the wonders of the hot water and the steam and the uses that they're put to in that part of Iceland and on that farm. Next week, here on Roof English Radio, I'm Darren Adam. You can get in touch with us anytime. English at ruv.is. There is more from Roof English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Roof English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof.